Hi guys, welcome back to the Want to Do with your host Rahul Joshi. Starting in a garage is crucial to the origin story of many Silicon Valley entrepreneurs. Google, Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft all have originated from garages, and as of today, they are the most valuable companies in the world. I'm really excited about today's episode because today we have with us an Indian company which has also had its beginnings in a garage. So happy to introduce to you Virat Shet, a 24-year-old media entrepreneur, and he is the co-founder and CEO of Monk Entertainment. Monk Entertainment, his brainchild, is a leading media enterprise for all things digital. Soon after his graduation, Viraj envisioned the potential of the digital creator ecosystem in India and founded this company in January of 2018. Viraj is a dynamic leader who has been successful in shaping the digital content industry. So hi Viraj. Hey Rahul, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. Okay, so getting into my first question. So um what about entrepreneurship attracted you at first and at what age did you decide to become one yourself um so i i actually have been there's a there's a slight back story to this um since so one is I, i'm born in a gujarati family so entrepreneurship and business sort of like embedded in my blood in a way but mm. uh, when i was when i was almost your age actually when i had completed my 10th grade Uh, i was um, having my vacations my 3 4 month vacations uh you know the ones you get just right before entering college yeah uh, my friend and i we were just sitting one of these days this is almost like 10 years ago right i'm 25 right now so this is 10 years ago when uh, olx and quicker and you know platforms like these ebay were really up and popping like that's when uh, a lot of the e-commerce wave in india had just started amazon had entered india flipkart was there um that whole wave had just taken off and um, you know we were just thinking to ourselves hey why don't we try to drop ship something so like uh, for the uninitiated drop shipping is something that okay you you buy from a place at a cheaper price and you sell it to a third person at a higher price and you make a profit out of that right Yeah. So we realized, okay, what are the up and coming items? What what is something that people really wanted? And back then, there were these headphones by Dr. Dre, which were really popular. You know, so um, they're um, again, they're they're almost similar to say like a JBL or a Bose, or even even a quality up up higher than that. So we realized, okay, cool. Let's find a vendor who could um, you know, give it to us at cheaper rates and. Um, sell it to people who actually wanted it but didn't have access to it you know so um that's when my entrepreneurship journey really began that's how like this was a pure sales game um i i just you know saw an opportunity saw a market gap there and we we just took it to ourselves we made good money we made some 40 50000 at that time which was like a huge deal for like two 15 year old kids right yeah so that's how my entrepreneurship uh, journey started of sorts and um, then it just kept going i knew something that uh, you i always knew i wanted to do something of my own i was never too sure what that uh, you know doorway would be um, and that's when i met my partner ranveer as well uh, we, we're from the same college he was two years senior to me and we got chatting and we realized okay there is a possibility that we could actually start a media company 
um, which represents a lot of digital talent, a lot of YouTubers. Uh, because Ranveer was a YouTuber himself, and I already did a decent job representing him. So we realized this is a scalable model, and we took it. And you know that's what Monk Entertainment is today. And we've just expanded into multiple other segments uh, besides just talent representation. We also help work with brands. Um, we are, we have a full-blown creative wing as well. So okay. that's how it actually you know panned out. Okay, so uh, so you had this kind of a retail sales business when you were fifteen, you said. And so, would you say that you took any learnings from that, like small business, into Monk Entertainment? Um, yeah, most of the anything it was like two things. One is like identifying opportunity, right? Identifying where there are not enough competitors or enough players already in the market. Um, and two is persuasion, right? I feel. the the skill of persuasion and negotiation is so important to every every person out there doesn't matter what field you are in doesn't matter if you are in a technical non technical sales non sales job you are sort of um, you know um, negotiating some aspects of your life on a daily basis right now yeah. if that is about um, you know you negotiating your salary with your employer or you sort of uh, you know negotiating like if you're in school you sort of negotiating what sort of stream you want to get into with your parents if your parents are you know someone who want to specially only focus you make you focus on science for example so it's it's multiple aspects of life where you always sort of end up negotiating right if you're playing a game of gully cricket and you want to play that extra ball if you've still gotten out how do you persuade or negotiate it with the bowler for example there's multiple aspects of it um, that uh, every person not just an adult right a, a school student a college student uh, an old person negotiates in their daily life so i just feel like that that skill stuck through with me you know a 15 year old negotiating with some 25 30 year olds trying to get a good price for the headphones trying to sell it at a higher price you know upselling the headphone or uh, pitching it to them things like that so i just feel like those are very core qualities of the uh, you know of the job that i'm also doing right now of the work kind of work that i do and that's that sort of helped me since um like since the beginning till till now in my in my career as well okay and uh, uh so you started monk entertainment in 2018 if i'm not wrong yeah That's right. So that's when you were twenty. Okay. Sorry, it was twenty seventeen. Um, like uh, we incorporated the company in August twenty seventeen. I I left my previous job in November twenty seventeen to fully join the company. Um, uh, yeah. So that's when it happened. I was twenty two then. Twenty two. So to me, that's like a very young age. So did your like age become a factor of people not taking you seriously back then? Oh yeah, all the time. It still is actually. Considering the fact that I have such a baby face, uh, I don't have a beard, I don't have facial hair. People still think I'm. People still think I'm eighteen or twenty, honestly. So until they like actually hear me talk about my work, then they realize okay, this guy probably knows his way around things. So yeah, I mean all the time. I mean now now the fact that we 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 have a decent bit of reputation in the market sort of helps. We've We've worked with a lot of clients, so people know of us through someone, right? 
yeah. that always helps it, it it's the network that we built over a period of time but uh, but earlier like 2 3 years ago it was always like uh, you know and the fact that we're working in an industry that didn't exist before really right like a lot of this influencer marketing bit popped yeah. up really in the last 2 to 3 years True. so people didn't really know what we were talking about they were just thinking that we were faffing we were like talking in the air we didn't have any concrete like results to show stuff like that but what we really just wanted is we wanted someone to make that bet with us and sort of you know and have have us steer them through that bet um like i just wanted someone to put in some monies into seeing this form of marketing to actually understand that hey this is what would actually really work wonders for you for example right and that's that happened slowly there were there were it's not like uh, no one believed in us there were smarter people who didn't who knew who were probably also younger themselves who knew that age is no bar and who who really understood that if we wanted to adapt and you know go and move towards smarter ways of marketing ourselves uh, of connecting with the youth speaking to a country which has the most amount of youngsters in any country this is probably the way we would have to interact tiktok was actually the way that a lot of the gen z brands the youth centric brands interacted with the audiences because um that's where the the their target market was or snapchat even right yeah that that audience is not active on something like facebook or google ads so so that that was one aspect of it right so it was uh, while we while while i personally faced a lot of like rejections i also know that there were some people who really backed us to the team yeah i'm sure that's great to hear okay uh, so moving on to my next question uh, you are around 3 years into monk entertainment and you have already tasted success so my question is what kind what kind of company did you want to initially build for monk entertainment so like what was your vision and does that like currently does monk entertainment match that vision um I mean right now I wouldn't really say we've like taste like we've tasted some amount of like progress but it's far from the success and I'm not trying to just be humble or what not here but we're only like 3 years into building what we are building right so yeah. um I, I feel like there's a long way to go there's a lot of new things we want to experiment in and I just feel like the kind of business we are uh, we're working on right now is is not the end it's um, it's it's uh, it's a means to something bigger right right now what we are doing is is a service based business we are helping a lot of brands and creators um come up and above like monetize their stuff um market themselves uh build a gig economy out of what they're doing hmm. um so we're we're aligning ourselves with those kind of tools internally where uh, tools and services internally where we know that if there's a certain talent who's doing fairly well on instagram if you've got if they've gone from 0 to 1 we know how to take them from 1 to 100 what sort of pr yeah. to get them what sort of brands to get them what sort of positioning to give them in the market and ensure that they make it really really big in their careers right yeah so um for us also i mean i'm only 25 now honestly and i'm still figuring life out so a lot of the things that we're doing with the company we're doing a pure play trial and error and we're we're just doubling down on whatever is working for us okay so um initially did you like create any measurable goals like list down some 
goals or is it just like kind of go with the flow um so yeah i mean in fact um, my my initial goal was just to ensure that i pay off all the salaries uh, i didn't so um, we took like a 1 lakh loan which we repaid in like within 2 months um and beyond that it was just that okay for for right now let's get ourselves up and kicking because we are a completely bootstrap company we don't have a rupee of funding uh so the goal w- was for us to just ensure that we are paying off our salaries from our own pockets we are paying off the rent from our own pocket we 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 take home some sort of money to ensure that you know we have the bare mim- minimum sustainable to to live with but yeah. beyond that we realized okay hey if we really wanted to expand we ne- definitely needed to have a lot more creators signed up with us we definitely needed to work with a lot more brands that um we were working with in in our business there were two metrics to sort of increase revenues right one was to ensure that we go the route of you know working with a lot more people so more creators more brands would ensure more revenues and besides that would also ensure that the the better our creators got the more we could charge for their services right which yeah. meant that that would lead to a higher commission for us so if the creator went from 1 million to 5 million naturally their costs would hike up as well and that would mean a better take away for us as well so those were two sort of ways in which we expanded um and the third way was to Uh, to ensure we brought in a lot more services that we provided right so while we had more brands and more creators come to us if we expanded more services as well we were able to provide multiple aspects of of marketing to the brand and ensure that they had all the services under one umbrella uh, and not go to a third party in that case and all of that ensured that you know our revenues kept ticking in we like last last month we did the highest revenues we've done ever so far um and uh, and that's also secondly is because covid has been a blessing in disguise for the entire digital industry oh. in a way right all aspects of digital i don't just mean digital marketing but digital payments like if you see all the fintech apps that have seen the the boom um you know everyone from say a razor pay to a cred to um you know your phone pays of the world and what not hmm. um you know so 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 that's what's happened even the edtech industry has really popped up you see the white hat juniors by juice upgrades and academies of the world so um so yeah that's that's sort of what's happened it's it's nudged people into the world of influencer marketing and digital marketing So that has worked in our favor for sure. Okay, so uh, Viraj, just now you said that you have expanded the services of your business, and I know that you, uh, Monk Entertainment, like does influencer marketing and talent management. So, like, what are the key business areas Monk Entertainment has covered currently? So, uh, uh, right now, so we started with talent management or representation. So we started do taking up uh, all exclusive work for the talents that were signed under us. Uh, so that was one way of um, uh, one one of our models. The other was helping brands with influencer marketing, ensuring that they did the right strategies while selecting influencers, working with them, curating it for them. Uh, then we started a completely new creative wing, which was about okay social media and video production. So we realized while we were helping brands shortlist influencers, we would also like them to uh, you know under the same umbrella avail our services of giving 
uh, creative ideas to them as well so we start giving them creative ideas along with that Hmm. and we also said that hey while you are at it why don't we also handle your brand's complete mandate we start taking up video production for you and we also start doing social media for you so that was the other aspect we're also now moving into certain aspects of tech where we are building certain tools and products um that will optimize um you know um the usage and the uh, our, our sort of services for uh, various partners like brands and creators so that's something we're moving into as well okay and uh, so is there any story where you have like rejected like a talent or a company and is there any criteria that you have for this like accepting the offer so um we i mean i wouldn't say rejected really but yeah we've asked certain talents uh, who have approached us to sort of you know give it give give it a while before they, they could come on board with us this is purely because i put this out in a video as well that i i don't feel like talents really need representation when they're at the right at the beginning of their careers i just feel like they need to sort of understand the the space themselves if they're a content creator keep creating content put yourself out there on youtube instagram and the likes of it right do a do do a do a few amount of deals yourself like speak to a brand actually and understand what is it that they expect of of you and when you reach a certain level right where you know okay you are ready to take it to the next level you you will be able to use those skill sets to ensure that the agency that you sign up with or if you sign up with monkey entertainment you will not be fooled or you will not be cheated thing is rail in this industry there is so much deceit right hmm. this is a practice i highly recommend all creators to take up so so that's what i have um, sort of told certain creators who were too eager to you know sort of get signed up with us or work with us that give it a shot do a few things yourself right now you have ample time in hand um, when when you are doing multiple things when you are getting so many brand inquiries and calls there is a pause, there is a requirement for you to get an additional member or a team on board with you who can handle the back end of things for you but when you're only at 1000 5000 10000 followers there's a fair amount of likelihood that you 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 have ample amount of time in hand because you don't have that high of an inflow of inquiries coming to you so yes that has happened with regards to brands yes there have been certain shady brands we worked with who you know who there are those kind of brands who keep asking you for ideas and you know they keep saying yeah okay but we didn't really like it and you know they they keep taking more ideas from you and eventually don't end up paying you but what they do is they just say that hey we didn't really like the ideas but in a week or two you really see them replicated replicating your exact ideas and they were just trying to be cheapskates who didn't want to pay but actually ended up stealing your ideas so we sort of blacklisted companies like those oh my god that's so <laughs> shady weird i don't know but yeah yeah i understood so uh, earlier we spoke about like setting goals for a company so uh, say a company is starting up should like the goals like aim for the moon be really aggressive or do you think it should be like monthly achievable goals and the goal should be conservative i mean it completely depends on you and the industry you are working in right like for example for us it 
because we were not heavily funded we couldn't like get the best sales people marketers um on board and things like that so we knew that okay we had to be sustainable before we could get bigger and you know make bigger bets and uh, reach for the moon right uh, but for example if you are say a second time founder or if you are you know in an industry where you your company has been even if you're a first time founder your company has been um you know given a good amount of funding and with you it it all depends on your speed of execution where you have the first movers advantage um and you really need to just burn some money to ensure that you keep that competitive advantage going go all out then in that case right but it's really an individual journey it's uh, it depends on company to company for us how it worked out better was to ensure that okay our fundamentals were right in place uh we 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 were not burning more money than we were making uh so it it for us it meant going into it step by step okay yeah uh so entrepreneurs are seen as leaders and uh, visionaries and i'm sure that you have a to do list of what tasks you have to do daily as an entrepreneur so like what are your responsibilities in monk entertainment like on a daily basis right so earlier i used to do a lot of the execution work uh, where i was okay you know speaking to all the talents speaking to all the brands um, you know coming up with creative strategy uh, executing the deal also also then doing the accounting bit of it all of that but that's that's fine every entrepreneur when they have not more than a 1 2 3 five member team should be doing that um but i've moved on to a lot more of a strategic role where my job is to speak to clients ensure our long term clients are you know serviced well uh they are getting things on time um you know uh, uh, the other part of my job is to be speaking to a lot of the talents that we have you know very potent uh, good important clients that we have ensuring that they are serviced well again in terms of creators as well helping my talent team look after scout and sign more creators as well uh so ensuring that you know if there's um, a new and up, up and coming talent reaching out to them ensuring that they um get a feel of what we do um you know uh, enabling relations with them and closing deals like those uh beyond that uh looking to move into also understanding what newer initiatives we could get into so a lot of influencer commerce is going to pop up now i feel um you know influencer led labels or companies will be starting very soon india is just about to see the rise in that uh so trying to lead initiatives towards that movement as well a lot more okay and also uh, like you're like kind of the leader of monk entertainment so does it like kind of scare you that uh any mistake you make can firstly affect your future cuz you're so early into your career and also the people who are under you um yeah i mean honestly it doesn't scare me anymore i just feel like um you know whatever mistakes i had to make like the terrible naive mistakes i have uh, i have made a lot of them in my uh, initial 2 3 years and i mean it it didn't really cause a um you know like a catastrophic effect like it it didn't like kill the company uh it only made me realize okay this was stupid you you should have totally avoided this um uh, you know so so i know that uh, uh so i i have sort of put that in my mind that hey if if i start thinking like this mistake is going to uh completely hamper something it's actually going to make me uh very averse from trying new things 
and uh, that's not something i i ever want to have because like the 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 bigger the companies get the more rigid things become and the lesser innovative you get during your journey right and that's not something we actively want so i i i try and ensure as much as possible that um i have hedged the risks on the decisions that we're taking it's not too risky that we will actually have to bet our um all of our company's fortunes on it or lose out on our test 10 best clients or something like that yeah um but yeah i mean there's like there's certain aspects of it which um, are risky and i if i have to go for it i go for it but it it never really comes at such an extreme cost uh, where you know hey i will actually have to end up firing 15 or like 50 or 60% of my uh, employees even with covid we actually got through without firing a single person um and we we had pay cuts only for the first 3 months of uh, sorry first 3 4 months of um of covid uh so we're we're back to normal now we're like we've actually had a, a, a fair amount of raises in the companies as well for the deserving candidates okay um so Viraj, my next question for you is: What has satisfied you the most with your company? So I know that the littlest of achievements like satisfy me in my academic life. So do you really get happiness from, like as I said, little achievements or like really bar-breaking ones? Maybe. Man, honestly, Rahul, like I said, right in the industry, there's so many companies that have actually sort of, um, you know, ruined careers. Um, of creators hmm. by getting them signed on to almost slave like contracts where they're sort of like and this happens a lot in the entertainment industry where the agency sort of like scamming the creator off of like 50 60% commissions you yeah. know not giving them their dues not paying them on time um things like that and that's something we actively wanted to move away from and actually fight against and that's that's something that has always been super satisfying when when creators and you know creators we don't even represent exclusively talk to us talk about us in the market saying that hey yeah we we like working with monk entertainment because their payments are on time they bring us a good amount of work they pay us what we ask for things like that and that's something that's always like given me a good night sleep you know and um, the other aspect of it is uh, just knowing that like like when i had interned um, when i was in college i know that i was treated like crap uh, during my internship uh, just because i was a kid and i oh, like like for some reason they thought i couldn't make mistakes like that and and they really just like you know made fun of me and you know just bullied me through it and uh, and i knew that hey that, that's not an experience i would want to give any new entrant in my organization and that's something i stand by even till today where we know that and it's true that some of the best ideas do actually come from the interns um especially at a time when our our industry and our organization especially thrives so much on gen z content um the interns are the ones who are actually in touch with what really works with their target audiences with the people that they hang around with so um so we've ensured this um always that the company culture is as like non toxic as possible you don't you get heard whenever needed whenever you want to like put out something put out an idea everyone in the organization has direct access to me so you know things like that is something i am personally very proud of in the organization 
Okay, so to me, this all sounds like your kind of your past experiences have really made you like make client satisfaction really important for your company. So yeah, yeah absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So uh, you know, getting into this like podcast project, I have, I have, I've really wanted to read this book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So okay, um, what habits have helped? make you successful or what traits you have had in your childhood or maybe um i okay i feel like like a lot, i know a lot of people talk about it but self awareness is super key it's like the biggest trait you could have that will help you pull through anything in life like if you are self aware about your strengths weaknesses about um the kind of sort of um sorry for the cussing but bullshit that you feed yourself you will actually sort of um, you know um, move faster in life okay. like for example i knew that one of my weaknesses was not being able to delegate tasks like i was one of those guys who was like okay if i have to teach this person how to do it much rather do it myself and save some more time with it but that's probably that that was not the right way if i actually wanted to build a 50 person organization right like i couldn't have done each and every task possibly i would have just burnt myself out so the fact that i was self aware about it and i didn't let my ego like uh, r- get into it ensured that i i was able to get over that aspect of me or you know just knowing my strengths like i knew that even though i was an engineer i i hated code i didn't want to code a single day of my life if i was given the uh, that job i would be miserable for the rest of it i i did know that during all of college i, I really enjoyed public speaking i really enjoyed interacting uh with audiences um i really enjoyed um being that person who would who would make a pitch to another person who would try to sell something to another person okay. uh but not make it look like a scam right so yeah. i knew that there were certain aspects of it which which were which are very core to the kind of um career paths that i have right now and i feel like people should have have that self awareness and and i have i have like 15 18 20 year old people asking me this all the time that how how do we get that self awareness and my answer to that is just purely by experimentation like i did about 6 uh, 6 7 internships during college and i did them across different domains i did it in supply chain i did it in content marketing i did it in um, you know like uh, those you know those um, Uh, you know telemarketing yeah. shows that come late at night i have even worked there as 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 a as a content guy uh, as a marketing guy so i know exactly what my weaknesses were what exactly did i enjoy doing where is it that i wanted to create a dent in and that's something that i would recommend everyone to practice like find your passion and the the only way to find it is by cancelling out as many things that you are not passionate about in your life okay and uh, just now you spoke about how during your college life you also did like multiple internships so for me it's really hard to balance my like uh, my hobbies with like my academics so how did you like manage and balance your life to fit all these things in and i was actually not the best at academics um, i scored like a 7. two pointer uh, in my engineering college but uh, i realized that he i mean 
I was not cut out for engineering. Honestly, I knew that hey, I was doing this purely out of peer pressure. So I knew that okay, if I really wanted to get into something fresher outside of engineering, I needed to make that decision myself. I if I had to, you know, um, sort of uh, pay extra attention in class in order to be able to get the chance to go get an internship, uh, then be it. If it meant for me to lose some sleep and you know. um still be be in time uh, for office um then be it. it it was just that i mean um after my third semester i, I scored the one of the lowest grades in my class in my third semester and i was so demotivated i was like okay never again mm-hmm. and what i did is i i actually actively made a change in my lifestyle I, i actually started waking up at 5 in the morning actually giving a shot at dedicatedly studying whatever i was taught and then i saw my grades go up like significantly uh, one of the subjects i actually ended up topping in my fifth semester i i ended up scoring fairly well for my gre that i had given back then so um, it, it was it was all about prioritizing i i feel like you know it's rahel at the end of the day it's actually what you want to prioritize in your life if you want to prioritize comfort you will do that if you want to prioritize money you will do that if you want to prioritize peace you will do that if you want to prioritize mad crazy fast growth in life you will do things that will lead to things like that Definitely. the thing is everyone likes money everyone likes growth everyone likes being you know out on vacations doing whatever the hell they want but they don't want to work for it yeah and 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 that's what and that's where self awareness comes through right you need to be self aware that okay if you want to be a month in maldives or miami or you know in goa even you you need to realize that the 11 other months that you're working you are really slogging it out and ensuring that you make enough way enough money that that one month of you staying in goa will not even affect you in the long run you know for example so so that's what people need to understand they need to be very self aware that yeah while everyone has all those you know fantastic goals and dreams that they want to buy this house that car why you know xyz how do you really get to it like what value are you providing to the world for them to give you that remuneration in exchange if you are not providing any value please don't expect to get paid yeah i completely get what you're saying and what you just said it also relates to something that my parents always tell me um if it was easy then everyone would be successful and yeah that's so true and okay yeah moving on like in the 21st century we have access to like literally any form of information through the internet google and all of that so how important do you think is actual education like the standardized testing and getting that degree for achieving entrepreneurial success uh i mean you know honestly in today's time it's super difficult to sort of say that you really need education to uh, like formal education to to succeed i know many of my friends who've dropped out of colleges and uh, and no these were not harvard or you know mit's like bill gates or mark zuckerberg but very yeah. normal engineering colleges uh, that they've dropped out of and are now founders of many startups so hmm. it see the thing is that what people don't realize is that they feel like um you know dropping out of college is cool so let's do it but they don't have any real plan after doing 
that you know and yeah. that's when people get wrong when when my friends dropped out they dropped out because they knew that they were not going to stop learning a lot of people drop out because they don't like studying you know that's actually like the the most terrible excuse to drop out my friends dropped out because they knew that they were going to be able to latch on to something bigger and better and at a cheaper cost uh, because they were curious enough to you know no, never learn never have the have the ability to learn die out in them and that's why you know they 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 started just googling and researching and making their own notes off of the internet they started watching youtube videos about things that they were curious about it could be anything yeah. personal finance how to make a rocket how to start a startup whatever it is right like there's a um, like internet is actually a gold mine of information but if you if you look at uh, think this is I, i'm not sure what university if it's stanford or something but i think yeah stanford has released a full blown series on how to start a startup which is which has been uh, um, done by y combinator which is actually one of the biggest like um vcs in the world venture capitalists in the world like they they have funded like thousands of startups like some of the very big ones like airbnb uber and the likes as well that that video has has like has i don't think it has even a few million views but your you know your videos where you are watching some comedy stuff you are watching some song by your favorite musician yeah um and all sorts of you know junk content has billions of views so that sort of the disparity right if you are someone who is dropping out there is ample information on the internet for you to have a stable income in the future hmm. you know with everything coming up with gig eco- economy coming up with work from home coming up like jobs and startups especially are not really looking at degrees anymore they want people who are curious and who are hungry and if you can ensure that you can retain that in yourself 10 15 20 30 years down the line then sure dropping out makes sense for you okay and viraj i know that uh, you like did uh, engineering and that's not quite relevant to what you're doing today but would there like be any specific education path you recommend to follow to become an entrepreneur um I mean, like, if you get like a bachelor's in business administration, that's something that will teach you some of the core skills. It depends on what product you're building, right? So, hmm. in fact, there's a lot of. Uh, um, see, I mean, if you really want to pursue entrepreneurship, that's probably the most direct way. But the other is the the thing is most of the entrepreneurs I know today who you know start like fantastic companies have actually been engineers themselves. and that's because engineering does end up teaching you a lot of life skills if you know does if it doesn't teach you at least the core technical skills at least the the ones in the mumbai university um okay. so it teaches you a lot of survival skills man and that that is something that's super pivotal when you're actually starting a startup because it's 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 like going to war in a way right because you're going to fight against all the naysayers you're going to fight against a lot of odds to be able to make that first penny that you're going to make and then you need to keep doing that throughout your startup journey so um and while it does get easier at at a later stage you you will have other problems at that stage so there's like constant like um you know tackling your um 
your problems at all stages so i would say i mean bba could probably teach you some skills like marketing and sales and um, persuasion and things like that public speaking but engineering teaches you a lot of life skills so it depends but i mean more than anything else it's like now that there's so many fields also in like colleges right mainstream colleges even i know some people who are who been economics grads and have still you know start startups because they have a very keen understanding of finance and money um so it really depends what field that you went to okay yeah makes sense and okay so this is my last question for you so do you have like any quote which has helped you or any advice for young people who do not like have the courage to start their own business or who want to start their own business i, I just tell this one thing to people that like uh, guys like everyone is figuring things out like no one knows everything so if you feel like oh okay do that guy like oh steve jobs like he knew his stuff like he was into it no he also made like really silly mistakes in his life and when he made those silly mistakes he learned from them and then he moved on so like life teaches you a lot with experience that's a given but that does not mean that someone who's a 40 year old knows what what they're doing even they are trying to figure life out on a daily basis so my thing is just go out there give it a shot what's the worst that can happen like always keep asking yourself that question what is the absolute worst that will happen are you going to die very likely not so well keep going on that path are you going to lose a million dollars no there is no chance in hell unless you like i mean you need to have a million dollars to lose a million dollars you know yeah so like what is really the threshold or what what's the worst that can happen to you it's possible that all of that clutter is just in your mind and there is no absolute worst thing that can happen to you so just go give it a shot and at most you'll end up embarrassing yourself at most you know you, two of your friends will come and tell you ki ha i told you na you will fail at this doesn't matter don't don't you know don't bother about those friends thank you thank you thank you thank you so much uh, uh, this um, piece of advice really helped a lot and today in general you have really taught me a lot and taught us a lot because i'm sure my listeners also learned a lot today and yeah thank you so much i'm really grateful that you have come on to my podcast and to my listeners thank you for tuning in and to the ones who do